Check these are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Ready to get deeper into what happened in this game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals upon further review, which means I have went back and I have watched the All-22 film. I've broke it down and I've looked at how the 49ers and Arizona Cardinals competed against each other, what the 49ers did well, what they didn't. And we're going to get into all that. We're going to talk about you know, the players that really stood out on film, maybe players that had a little bit of struggles, what Kyle Shanahan did to defeat the Arizona Cardinals defense, what the 49ers defense did well, what they struggled with. It's going to be a complete deep dive into the San Francisco 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals game. And it was a fun game to watch. And of course, if you join me for my live post game show, uh, you know that we were really excited about the 49ers winning that game 35 to 16. It wasn't far off the prediction that I had made. 38 to 16 was what I was thinking in the game. And the 49ers really operated at such a high level on offense. And that came through on film. I think that's one of the first things that I noticed was the 49ers were so effective and so efficient uh, in their drives that not only did they use clock, but they also never really faced too many third downs. They were three of five on third down for 60%. Uh, but really, they only faced five third downs in the whole game. That's ridiculous. They scored five touchdowns and faced five third downs. Ridiculous rate. And even one of those third downs that they weren't effective on, they converted on fourth down with a George Kittle four-yard pass. So the 49ers offense is clicking at a high rate. They're absolutely humming right now. Brock Purdy, 20 of 21 for 283 yards and a touchdown, including a A quarterback sneak for a touchdown? Are you kidding me? Uh, That is spectacular effectiveness from the quarterback position. Christian McCaffrey was all over the place, running the football, catching the football. He did a fantastic job in this game. So 49ers offense was off to such a great start. And going into the game, one of the keys I had was uh, Brock Purdy being able to decipher what the defense was showing him. We talked about Arizona wanting to stay in their two-deep safety look. And that's how they were going to be effective and go after, you know, the 49ers and how they had done it against Dallas. They did a two-deep safety look, forced them to run the ball. Arizona abandoned that two-deep safety look almost from the get-go. They brought guys up into the box. They knew they had to stop the 49ers run game, which means they believe the 49ers offense and their 49ers run game is way more effective than the Dallas Cowboys run game that they faced just a couple weeks ago. The willingness to come up and put an extra safety in the box to make sure they stopped the 49ers' run game was on display. And also, 49ers' choice of using uh, the the system that they used, a two-running back, one-tight-end personnel grouping consistently in this game was something they did as well. So it was a really good, uh, as far as game from Kyle Shanahan, the way he schemed it up, the way he used personnel groupings to get the matchups that he was looking for, which a lot of times meant a linebacker out there covering Christian McCaffrey in space or a safety covering Brandon Ayuk deep down the field with this, the Arizona Cardinals going with the one deep safety look. 
it was definitely something that Kyle Shanahan schemed up and then Brock Purdy and others executed. Now, what Brock Purdy did in this game was exactly what he knew he needed to do and what you know I had talked about on my game preview show was he got the 49ers in and out of plays, including you know changing plays, canning plays, uh, but making sure they were in the right play, the right formation. And what do I mean by that? It's not so much that he's making sure you know what Kyle Shanahan tells him he relates to everyone else, which he does. Uh, but when he comes to the line of scrimmage, the defense is going to provide certain looks. And it's your job as a quarterback to make sure that the two plays that Kyle Shanahan called in the huddle, that you get the 49ers to the right one. You get that offense running the right play so that way you can have execution. And that's exactly you know what he needed to do in that game and is what he did. And if you are betting, then you probably need to execute the way the 49ers do with Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So Brock Purdy was just very diligent in his reads, making sure that he was getting the 49ers in situations they need to run, situations they need to pass. And that's what we talked about. If you're in too deep safety look, run the football. Be a robot about it. If they are bringing a safety in the box, be willing to pass. And Brock Purdy executed that with flying colors. He was really, really good. And his execution as far as deep throws as well was on point. So we've talked about this before. The ability to make defenses cover all the grass is what's going to make this offense the most dynamic it could be. And that's exactly what Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, and the skilled players for the 49ers are doing. What they've done over recent memory is spread teams horizontally. And of course, with Jimmy Garoppolo, there was a cap on that, right? It was like 22 yards and in was kind of that window at which Jimmy Garoppolo was very successful. Inside the hash marks, he was even more successful. And the 49ers operated very well in that area. Now, with Brock Purdy, we've seen him have success outside the numbers. So that widened it even further. Now it's sideline to sideline. Though those 10 to 19 yard plays have been very big for Brock Purdy. He's one of the best passers from 10 to 19 in the NFL. Last year, over 80%. This year, over 80%. He's just really good at it. But now what we're starting to see is the 49ers take shots. They tried to take shots against Pittsburgh. They tried to take shots against the Rams. They tried to take shots against the New York Giants. They took shots this week against the Cardinals. They're willing to take shots down the field with the vertical passing game. So now what you're getting is defenses that are not just stretched horizontally, but stretched vertically. That puts tremendous pressure on players that are in a horizontal stretch or vertical stretch in their zone coverage. That also puts a tremendous amount of pressure on defenses to cover every inch of field. And when you have playmakers like the 49ers have, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, uh, Kyle Juszczyk, you have the ability to put these guys in an array of different locations around the field 
and expect them to be able to win depending on matchup. That's why this offense is just so good. And it came through on film. The execution and little subtleties to what the 49ers did on offense. What they've done in recent weeks is they've used Kyle Juszczyk on the opposite side of the formation. Then they pull a guard. He kicks the end. And then they use Kyle Juszczyk to come across, give help, and then cut up field. This game, they switched it. They sent Kyle Juszczyk in motion, had him get the initial contact, have somebody else come and help him, and then have the lineman go upfield and go after a linebacker. That worked out really well. They took advantage of the smaller edge defenders. Now, it wasn't perfect. Zayvon Collins still made some plays on the outside, but it was a nice change in scheme and a little subtle adjustment to what Kyle Shanahan and Chris Verster have for this 49ers run game and enough that it can kind of throw off keys and reads for our defense. I thought that was very well executed. Also, they use the exit motion. So what's the exit motion? That's when you see a player that's lined up maybe. So let's say we have Kittle out here and Debo just inside of him. Then what happens is they motion Debo out towards the sideline. He's exiting away from the formation. Well, what happens is by that happening, they have to widen out, whether that's a corner, a safety, uh, usually a couple of people. And that was creating extra run, run lanes for the run game. Now, that was a nice, interesting way of going about it. They used the toss sweep, and it provided some space to be able to run the ball to the outside. They also did a couple other things. First off, they used an extended handoff by throwing the ball to Christian McCaffrey. So what they did, they put him in motion and then snapped it. So the toss play, now instead of having to toss it and not getting as much a distance to the outside, they used a pass and got him out there in open space where he can make a play. And of course, Christian McCaffrey did. Well, then they would come back later on in the game. So now you've gotten used to that, right? You're flying out as a, a defensive player. I got to get out there and I got to help my defense, uh, my other defensive players on the edge. And then what they did was they did the same exit motion, created the space, and then ran a short toss and countered back the other way. What do I mean by short toss? He pitched it real tight. So normally a pitch will go outside about where the tackle is. Uh, if you're in a pistol or a formation that you know makes the running back not you know over the opposing or the opposite guard, you can get it outside the tackle. That's what they were doing. And this one, it's a little bit tighter. And then you see Christian McCaffrey cut back behind the uh, either pulling lineman or a lot of times Kyle Juszczyk going up and then out. And that was kind of confusing guys as well. So it made them protect the backside as well. It was a very nice executed offense from Kyle Shanahan and from Brock Purdy. So, you know, a lot of people always talk about grades. You know, what do you give these guys? I think Brock Purdy was a plus in this game. Just spectacular. He was all over it from the way he handled things in the huddle, outside the huddle, the operation of the offense, the execution. It was superb. One of his best performances we've seen from Brock Purdy uh, in his entire career. And that's saying a lot because he's had some really good performances. Christian McCaffrey was A+. plus, Absolutely spectacular in this football game. He did fantastic. 49ers offensive line, I'm going to give them a very high grade. I'm giving them an A. I thought they looked good. Were there a couple plays here and there? Did defenders get off of blocks? Yes, but pass protection was fantastic. Colton McKivitz got beat one time all the rest of the time. Great pockets. Brock Purdy, no one even close to him. Uh, there wasn't any real hits, not a lot of real hurries. Only one play broke down. He got outside the pocket. And he completed the pass, and that was because of coverage down the field. Just great. George Kittle, Charlie Warner, fantastic blocking. 
Uh, Kittle had the big fourth down catch. Not a lot for Kittle in the passing game. He did get open, uh, but he was not on the, the front side of those exact looks. He was on the back side. So if there's something open on the front side, that's where Brock's going. He did a good job there. So a lot of A's for the offense. It's hard to give anything other than that. Wide receivers, of course, Brandon Ayuk uh, did such a great job, but we can't forget to mention Debo did a great job as just being a decoy. Uh, he was supposed to be a decoy. Those carries that he got were not supposed to get a big set of yardage. It was supposed to keep Arizona engaged and thinking that Debo Samuel can be effective in that game because Kyle planned on motioning him and moving him and getting a lot of attention with him, and it did. Uh, also, the blocking of some of the backups was so good. Uh, Willie Sneed was absolutely fantastic. He made a couple of blocks. There's a play on the outside where McCaffrey is running a toss play. Willie Sneed was in motion. They ran through, made a huge seal block, helped with George Kittle along the way. They were great. Ray Ray McLeod was fantastic blocking and catching the football. Roddy Bell got involved with a little screen. So overall, I'm giving the 49ers a big A-plus in this. And I think anytime that you are as effective as the 49ers were, going five for five as far as touchdowns, I know they had the one punt, uh, but they were super effective in the red zone. Touchdowns all over the place. A-plus for the 49ers offense. So let's talk 49ers defense. Uh, the, the main goal in this game was going to be stopping the Arizona Cardinals run game. And I thought they were very effective of keeping them off balance, making sure the run game never got going. They did have a couple of breakdowns as far as scrambling situations for Joshua Dobbs, where he was able to uh, get, you know, either step up and through or outside and around to be able to create some opportunities. But for the most part, they held him in check when it came to read option situations. Trey Greenlaw was all over him flying around. But the Cardinals did make a few plays. But I thought the 49ers defense looked really good. And I think that going back and watching the film kind of reaffirmed my thought process that the defense played great. I thought there were some key penalties against the 49ers uh, that whether they're penalties or not, I could not find the hold that they called on Hargrave. It, it's, if, it's, if it's there, it's very ticky-tack. Uh, he was breaking a double team. I don't know how they called that defensive holding. That was a little sketchy for me. The Traverius Ward pass interference on a third down on Hollywood Brown, would have forced a punt. Instead, the drive continues. I thought that was a little shaky. So there was a couple penalties that extended drives. Of course, you also had the fake punt that extended a drive. I think those were opportunities where the 49ers would have gotten off the field because of great defensive play that were kind of extended because of referee calls or circumstance that the special teams provided. Also, the defense started with a short field once, but Jake Moody kicking it out of bounds at the 40-yard line. That's 30 yards that a, that a defense has to give up to give up points. That's not a great scenario. So the 49ers special teams let them down in that regard. Now, the 49ers defense also let down the special teams unit with a 99-yard touchdown. Can't allow that to happen. Arizona absolutely was effective on that drive. So the 49ers, though it wasn't perfect, still played really well. The defensive line is still great. They put pressure on the quarterback so fast that these teams are instituting a just a quick get rid of the football underneath uh, type offense. We haven't seen very many shots downfield. There was one that got on Ambry Thomas. Ambry uh, can't bite on that double move. He did. But I said I would go back and watch the film. Uh, WTM had asked me in the postgame show what grade I would give Ambry Thomas. 
Besides that one play, Ambry actually played pretty good. Now, you can't afford that situation to get beat deep. Situational football tells you you play off, you rally to make a tackle underneath. So that is unfortunate. I thought that that was compounded by the fact that the next play, it's a cover two. He drives on that flat you know, pattern, and it leaves the void in the back where Taldo Fonga is supposed to be covering, and it ends up being a touchdown. I think that Isaiah Oliver played well in the first half. I think Ambry Thomas you know, made that mistake on that drive. I'm not sure why they brought Ambry Thomas in, to be honest with you. I thought Isaiah Oliver did a pretty good job. You know, yes, he got beat in man coverage in a, in a mesh route across the middle uh, where a wide receiver, it created separation by getting a push on him and then by them running another receiver across and making him take a deeper route. But he still made the tackle after a gain on Hollywood Brown. Uh, he was good in run fits. He was being physical on tackling. I'm not sure why Oliver came out unless they just wanted to, because it was going to be an increased passing situation, less running uh, with it being that short, you know, that quick uh, turnaround, a two-minute type drill that they wanted to get Ambry back in there. But I thought that he was, Ambry definitely wasn't as effective in that situation as Isaiah Oliver. So on film, I thought it was really just one bad play from Ambry Thomas. And I thought that Isaiah Oliver played well in the game. I thought the secondary played well overall. But a good execution by Joshua Dobbs and the wide receivers just finding open zones, catching the football. The question is, can you consistently do that? And I think a lot of times some of their drives would have been ended if it wasn't for, you know, breakdowns as far as uh, pass rush lane integrity. I think that was an issue a, a few times, allowing Dobbs to get yards. Uh, but also on situations where you had fake punts um, and fourth down conversions, those aren't good either. So I think the 49ers defense played better than it probably appeared on the actual broadcast. But anytime you hold a team that averages 22 points a game to 16, and anytime you're holding teams to 14 points per game, I know it's a little over 14, you're doing a good job on defense. We didn't see any turnovers, but we also didn't see any big-time mistakes minus the Ambry Thomas one. No explosive plays again besides that for the opposing team. And that's exactly what you want your 49ers team and defense to do. So the offense was executing at a high level. They were doing everything they needed to do, and the defense was doing a very good job. And on defense, my goal was stopping the Cardinals' run game, and then the 49ers were effective. So that's part of the reason they win this game is their effectiveness is stopping the run, getting James Conner down, and then limiting the amount of dam damage that Joshua Dobbs could do. He didn't do any damage in the read option. Uh, and then as far as scrambling, he did have a few that he made some plays on. You got to tip your cap to him and just know you got to make sure that doesn't happen when you play quarterbacks that can run. The Fortners are going to have a couple coming up that definitely have the ability. Are they known for running? No, but they have the ability. Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. Uh, we'll see if Watson's healthy. I know that he's been injured, but uh, to me, that those are going to be ones the 49ers are going to lean back on what they've done against these athletic quarterbacks that they've already played. So when it comes to that, they stopped the, the Cardinals' run game. And then another key was, even though that the defense didn't cause any turnovers, the 49ers didn't uh, allow turnovers either. Like, they didn't have any giveaways. 49ers still keep protecting the football, which is huge and vital, you know, to what they do on the offensive side of the ball. So I thought that was an extreme takeaway. So let's talk a little bit about grades on defense. I thought that the defensive line played really good besides the breakdowns as far as allowing Joshua Dobbs to get outside. 
You got Hargrave with another sack. You got the great uh, play against the run. I thought they were good. I'm going to give the defensive line a B plus. Uh, I, I just think if they would have had better pass wrestling integrity, there was too many times I saw Drake Jackson go a little bit too far upfield, not finish some of the, you know, the games and, and the things that they were playing up front as far as stunts that would have allowed Kevin Givens to be outside where he was supposed to be another one where Drake was supposed to be outside and he wasn't. So I think that I'm going to give them a B plus when it comes to the linebackers. This is a solid a plus for me because Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are all over the field. They consistently make the toughest plays. They shed blocks. They make tackles. They are absolute savages. Then you throw an Oren Burks, and Oren Burks is playing at such a high level that you would think that Aziz Alshire is still on the team. I mean, that's a lot of praise. But I'm telling you, Oren Burks has been spectacular, and it shows up on film every time. And it's not just hustle. It's great technique. It's playing with leverage. It's recognizing which, where his window is, getting downhill, hovering guys when he's supposed to. Now, he wasn't on the field a whole bunch. But when he was, they felt him. Oren Burks played really well. This 49ers linebacker core is fantastic. I mean, I will say this too. When Ufonga, when Isaiah Oliver was tasked with being a third linebacker in nickel situations, they were superb as well. 49ers are really good. If you go over to Patreon and you watch my film breakdowns, I will go over how these guys are supposed to be. The late, like when they're going on a, a play on a toss play outside, what the leverages are supposed to be, where the linebackers are supposed to be, uh, even in tackling situations. They are so good and just attention to detail. And it's not just linebackers, it's also secondary safeties to Sean Gibson and Talano Fong are great at it. Isaiah Oliver's great at it. Uh, cornerbacks are great at tackling and being there in run fits. Superb defense in that category. When we get to the secondary, it's interesting because I thought that Deshaun Gibson showed out again. So their ability to put Deshaun Gibson one-on-one -on -one with tight ends has been something I didn't expect. It's not something that I thought he was going to be able to do at this stage in his career, uh, but he's consistently proving it. Whether it's Pat Fryermuth, uh, you, you know, or it's in this case, uh, Zach Ertz, he's locking them up. And that's very impressive. And he did that against Darren Waller as well. But there's a couple occasions in this game He's on the outside. One-on-one -on -one with Zach Ertz, and he wins. And I think that Tishon Gibson has been invaluable to this 49ers defense. He's been fantastic. Hufanga was so good. All over the place, flying around, making tackles, grading coverage, the one touchdown. How much are we hanging on that on him? Uh, I thought on film that it looked like his feet were a little bit in cement there. He didn't exactly respond you know, to the route very fast. I think he was worried about the you know the receiver running to the inside. Of course, with a cover two, that is a weakness, that seam. So maybe he's worried it was going to go there. Uh, but also, the corner. And so he ends up hitting the corner for the touchdown. So was it a great throw? Yes. Was it a great timing? Yes. Uh, so little a little notch there on Hufanga, but I'm not really going to hold that too much against him. But then you get to the cornerbacks. And, I mean, Demo tackled well. Charverius had great covers. They didn't really throw on Charverius Ward at all. Uh, Demo rallied to make tackles. Uh, he was contesting plays. I thought he looked great. There was one play where Diameter Lenore got turned around a little bit by Hollywood Brown. Uh, Hollywood Brown uh, had him in the... It was a nickel. 
situation. Diamond Lenore was inside, and he ran a, ran a little bit of a whip-style route and got wide open. It was so good. Uh, but other than that, he was pretty solid. And then, of course, we know Ambry Thomas got beat deep. Isaiah Oliver struggled a little bit in uh, man situations that had you know, the mesh concepts or drag routes going across. We had you know a couple situations in breakdown and coverage. But with all that being said, I think that that secondary played played pretty well. I'm going to give them a B minus because of the situational football, Ambry Thomas getting beat deep, uh, and then just some of the things that happened underneath, whether it was scheme from Steve Wilkes or you know the fact that they were getting rubbed a little bit on some of the execution of plays. But I think B minus is very solid. It could have easily, if you don't get B deep on the Ambry Thomas play, they could have easily been a B plus or A minus. But I thought their run fits were fantastic. Uh, and that might me be grading them pretty hard, but uh, to me, I thought it was definitely good enough to play, uh, good enough to win in this in this game. So, uh, very very excited about what they do. Now, I want to give away some awards in this game uh, for you know different different positions and just kind of honor some of the guys that played so well. So, I'm going to get into my straight beast offensive player of the game. So my straight beast for this week is actually not easy, right? Uh, because there was a few guys who showed up and showed out in this game. And, but I thought there was one that outshined everybody. And that was Christian McCaffrey. Four touchdowns. Could have easily been five touchdowns. Uh, Kyle Shannon elects to go with the quarterback sneak for Brock Purdy. But McCaffrey did it all. Whether it was running the ball with great vision, great patience, great explosiveness, with physicality, uh, finesse. He just really showed everything that you need to be an elite running back in the league, or it was catching the football. If it was getting the attention of defensive players through motions, whether it was blocking, he just really did it all. Christian McCaffrey is officially in the NFL uh, MVP category. I mean, he is in the conversation now. He is spectacular. If he's not the MVP, he's right now, especially the offensive player of the year. He has been just great this year. He leads the league in rush yards. He leads the league in rush touchdowns. He leads the league in touchdowns from the running back position. He's elite. He's special. He's worth everything they gave up in the draft. And he unlocks Kyle Shanahan's offense. So he is my offensive player of the week, my straight beast. And he deserves it. He has been absolutely special. And that's saying a lot because our quarterback just went 20 of 21 for nearly 300 yards and a touchdown on the uh, through the air and on the ground, and yet Christian McCaffrey was special enough to be the straight beast this week. Now the block is hot, defensive players of the week. And you probably heard me say defensive players, and that's right. I'm going to give it to two guys. I'm going to give it to, uh, you know, they, they called them hot boys for a while, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. These guys were out there flying around, making plays. It's only fitting that, number one, they both finished with 10 tackles, eight solo tackles on the day, but also with my uh, award for the block is hot defensive player of the week, in this case, play yours, because they were absolutely fantastic from start to finish, whether it was shedding blocks, whether it was knowing their run responsibilities, Fred Warner making sure he stopped the run uh, with the running back, James Conner, whether it was Trey Greenlaw making sure he got to Joshua Dobbs and read option situations, covered that in the flat, rallied to make tackles. These two are superb. 
There's not a linebacker tandem in the league. Not one. I don't care what anyone says. That's as good as these guys. These are the two best linebackers in the entire league. They are both top five. They both deserve to be all pro, spectacular players. The only thing we can say negative about them is they haven't created a turnover yet, which is shocking. But they are the best linebacker tandem in the league, and they prove it every single week. It was just great play from start to finish on film. These guys flash no matter what the situation is, and they're always in the right spots where they're supposed to be. And how many linebackers can go cover running backs, tight ends, and even wide receivers down the field and be successful? Now, I don't always give this award out, but I'm going to bring it back for this week. When guys are out there being physical and just making big-time plays, we like to add them to the hurt business. So these are my hurt business uh, players of the week. So welcome to the Hurt Business, Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw absolutely smashed James Conner. He's running the football. He makes Fred miss. And guess who shows up? Javon, uh, Javon Kinlaw destroyed him. That was absolutely fantastic. Oren Burks with a huge hit on the sidelines, just laying the wood, goes up high, like clotheslines him out of bounds. That was spectacular. And then you also had a great one, uh, from Dre Greenlaw doing the things he does. Those three guys right there on the defensive side of the ball were absolutely bringing the wood with physicality. They were great in this game. So I had to give all three of them her business awards for the game. I thought they were spectacular, and they deserve to be recognized for going out there and playing physical. Because when you play a physical brand of defense, you make people not want to catch the ball. Case in point, first quarter. Second drive of the game. Rondell Moore is sitting out in the flat, and it's going to be a little quick screen on a check down. And Isaiah Oliver comes flying up, and Rondell Moore drops the ball. And he just looks at it. looks at like Isaiah Oliver. Oliver was about to tee off on him. Those types of things, those physical plays that people see on film will make wide receivers, running backs, and everyone else get their head on a swivel and think about, hmm, do I really want to catch this football and get whacked? And in that situation, you have guys who drop the ball. People short arm footballs. So it's important to play physical defense. The 49ers do it at a very high level. Uh, so, yeah, they are absolutely great. I, I was really excited about this game. My overall takeaway from everything I saw on film, there were some mistakes on, on defense. There were a couple mistakes on special teams. Those things need to be cleaned up but can be cleaned up. But the offense was efficient and effective in minus one drive. And one sack, they pretty much operate at the highest of levels. So, great performance by the 49ers. And I'm excited to start talking Cowboys. It's going to be a fun week. 49ers versus Cowboys, 4-0 versus 3-1. Of course, Cowboys, a lot of them think this is their year that they're going to be able to defeat the 49ers. We'll see. 49ers have beaten and knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs in the last two seasons. One time at AT&T. One time at Levi Stadium last year. It's going to be great defense versus great offense. It's It's got everything you want for a Sunday night football game. I'm excited to get all into it. There's going to be content coming out all week, so make sure you come through and check it out. Of course, if you're on Patreon, all the film breakdowns, the 8 Hill Show, lots of stuff over there. There's going to be all kinds of stuff here, including I'm debuting a new show over on Patreon this week. 
you guys are going to want to check that out. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys uh, have a good day, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers.